0: I'm Richard Walensky, and we're talking about
1: books, about theater, about film, about television, and from time to time, even about KPFA Pacifica Radio. This is C.S. Song, sitting in for Richard Walensky on the Radio Walensky podcast. And I was recently joined in studio by Tim Kong, who plays the lead character of Ray in a new play about family, food, and forgiveness. It's called Aubergine and it runs through March 27th at Berkeley Repertory Theater. The play was written by Julia Cho, and it's directed by Tony Taccone. Tim Kong was born in San Francisco and did his undergraduate work at UC Berkeley, and he played Kimball Cho on the TV series The Mentalist. I asked Tim Kong to describe the plot of this play, Aubergine.
0: I think the basic plotline of Aubergine rests with the main character, Ray, who is a uh, classically trained chef. He also has an innate gift for knowing what his diners crave uh, when it comes to a plate of food and then uh, uh, actually more importantly what they need in a plate of food. And um, we just basically follow him throughout the process. His father is ill at this point, and and, uh, we follow Ray throughout his process in dealing with some of the demons that he's kind of developed over the years with his father. And then also in dealing with his father's illness, and then uh, and then we just kind of uh, follow it all the way through. And it's a uh, it's a uh, it's been a very uh, cathartic experience for me, and uh, and and one that I enjoy, and one that I get to do every night. In
1: what sense cathartic?
0: Um, I think you know it is. Uh, you know, <laughs> sometimes I like to describe Ray as as a bit of a man child. You know, he. Uh, you know there are emotional. There's emotional growth that he has not yet experienced because of those things, and you know by the end of the play, you know in that way in his emotional uh, journey, emotional growth, uh, he becomes whole. And in that sense, it's cathartic.
1: How would you describe his relationship with his father?
0: Certainly, there is a respect uh, for his father. I, I think the, you know, the cultural aspects of their relationship exist. You know, it's, a, it's a Korean-American family, and uh, you know, some of those cultural um, aspects definitely uh, come forth. But he's an American. You know? He was born and raised in this country, and, and uh, you know, he has his own ideas about what he wants to do with his life. And certainly, that comes in, into conflict with what his father believes uh, he should uh, be doing. So I would say you know they have a contentious relationship. There's a respect there also that lies there. There's also a um, a father son relationship. The gosh, what I mean by father and son, it's um, it's uh, father and child. I guess is a better way to put it. So we see all these sort of facets of Ray throughout. We see him as the child. We see him as the rebel son. We see him as the you know, competent chef, we see him, you know, in all these different iterations. And, and it's, a, it's a fun ride.
1: It seems to me that illness, serious illness makes people, well, it makes people pause, right? It, you have to kind of drop everything and think and sometimes think about the bigger issues. Is that your sense that contemplation is a big part of this play? And it's made possible by the circumstances that the playwright has put the characters in?
0: Absolutely. Uh, absolutely. I think that. And she's sort of engineered it into the play where we're used to, you know, as uh, theater goers, you know, people that go out and see movies and TV shows and this kind of thing, we're not, we're not, we're, what we're used to is the narrative being sort of more driving. You know, we, we are kind of, in some ways, we're kind of spoon fed things and we're, we're, we're nudged in a certain direction. The great thing about Julia's play, about Aubergine, is that. It allows for that contemplation to happen in the moment, in the play, while you're watching it. And it doesn't feel like it's dragging or it's slow or any of that stuff. It, the, the silences are filled with, with, with exactly what you just said, with that contemplation, with taking a moment, taking a breath to kind of think about, you know, what this in this play, what, what this illness means, you know, what, what this uh, situation means to the characters in the play. And, you know, that's just a testament to her um, insight into these characters.
1: Your character Ray is, is not going through happy times and, and much of the play is set in the area where Ray, your character, is with his father in his sickbed. I guess, that, I guess I'm wondering whether it was a challenge for you to play a character in difficult circumstances who is not just wallowing in it all the time. I mean, obviously Julia Cho wants to create and did create a character with nuance who has spirit. But what was that like for you and and how do you think that was possible given kind of some of the oppressive, dark stuff that was going on on stage?
0: I think the quickest and most correct answer, I think that kind of uh, goes to Tony Taccone, our director. You know, it's very easy for this kind of a play for us to, as you put it, wallow in uh, grief or wallow in, you know, a certain, uh, space. And, you know, Tony was very, uh, from the get go, he was very much, uh, had a, a hand in making sure that, you know, it wasn't two hours of just <laughs> sitting around and, you know, being bummed all the time, you know, because, you know, you go through this kind of process and, and, you know, there are moments of laughter. There are moments of levity. There are moments that where, you can't live in that space constantly twenty four seven. And Tony was very, very hands-on in making sure that that wasn't so. So for us, it created a much more uh, textured journey for us as actors from from beginning to end. And you know that uh, and and here we have the final product.
1: Tim Kong plays the lead role of Ray and Julia Cho's play, Aubergine, which has been extended and now runs through march twenty seventh at Berkeley Repertory Theatre. This is the play's world premiere. It was commissioned by Berkeley Rep, and as Tim mentioned, it's directed by Tony Taccone, Berkeley Rep's artistic director. Uh, You mentioned food. You mentioned the vocation of Ray, your character, as a chef. Tell me more about food and its importance to this play.
0: I was listening to one of um, Julia's interviews. I think she kind of, uh, in a nutshell, described the importance of it. I I think she, she mentioned that you know, food in and of itself is never just about food. It's not about necessarily, you know, uh, feeding your body to get the nutrients that it needs to operate. There are a lot of other things that happens when you dig into a plate of food, and um, whether it's the the deli on the corner or you know your mom's uh, best uh, you know, your mom's uh, comfort food that, that you had growing up. So, to me, I think that those different aspects of consuming a plate of food, of of eating. Uh, all kind of become a little bit more fleshed out throughout the play, um, and it's intertwined with the action that's going on in the play in a very, I mean, a masterful way. It's it's fantastic.
1: Do you have any memories of, of food, or I'm also wondering, what food from your past evokes the most in you?
0: Uh, <laughs> i probably have to say, and just to give it a quick little backstory, um, I, uh, I was watching, it was, gosh, how old was I? I was probably around 10, 11, maybe. And I was watching, at that time, I was watching a lot of uh, Brady Bunch reruns. And so there was uh, an episode of the Brady Bunch where I believe it was the character Peter had uh, pork chops and applesauce. And, you know, my mom certainly, you know, she made Korean food. Uh, in the home, loved it. I, everything she put in front of me, I ate with relish. But uh, you know, every once in a while, she wanted to kind of mix it up, and so I said, you know, well, what about some pork chops? You know, maybe throw some applesauce on the side, and <laughs> and so she would make these pork chops, and she put on this Korean uh, chili paste called uh, gochujang, and uh, and you know, she put that on there as just to give it a little bit of a kick. And I looked at it, and I was like, that doesn't look anything like what I just saw. But you know, let me give it a go, and. And it turned out to be one of the best things. And she she made that for me on a regular basis. And every single time, that uh, was uh, one of the best meals. And I still remember that to this day. It reminds me of her.
1: How has uh, being in this play prompted you to think about issues of of aging and illness in ways that maybe you hadn't before?
0: I guess uh, for me, you know, certainly there has been a lot of... um, contemplation in terms of uh, the subject matter. and uh, but for me, I think it was um, there's a moment at the end of the play where Ray is interacting with his uncle and they are standing, at the uh, gravesite, I guess the family, the family plot.
1: Right. This is the uncle, the brother of the father of Ray, who came over from Korea. Correct. Mm-hmm. Correct.
0: Um, he comes over with this uh, idea in in terms of how to get his brother back on his feet, and comedy ensues. But uh, but uh, there's a moment at the end of the play where Ray is with his uncle, and you know there's a, a specific line. I, I don't want to give it away, but. It's a it's a real. It makes death not a. It's it's a part of life. It makes death a part of life, and it's not a necessarily a heavy, sad thing. And I I wish I could. <laughs> I want it, I want to give you the line, but uh, but but I can't. Um, at this point, I, I would rather have you come check it out.
1: Yeah, people will just have to go see Aubergine at Berkeley Rep through March twenty seventh for tickets. To Aubergine, you can call the box office at 510-647-2949. That's 510-647-2949, or go to berkeleyrep.org. Tim Kong joins us. He plays the lead role of Ray in Julia Cho's play Aubergine. So we've got you. We've got your father, who's ill. We've got your kind of girlfriend, although you've broken up by the time she sees you. Uh, we've got a visiting uncle from Korea. Um, so this is a, this is a majority Asian-American cast portraying a culture, Korean-American culture, in a pretty detailed way. What was that like for you as an actor?
0: That part of it, I think, was and is a great uh, aspect of, of me being involved in this play. I mean, certainly I don't get the opportunities or an opportunity like this doesn't come across my desk very often you know oftentimes it's a very generalized storyline it's a very generalized character where we can pop in anybody and it was really refreshing to to get this kind of play where I identified you know right away with the very specific things that that Julia lays out, you know, in terms of just in, even in terms of how the kitchen is set up and the products, you know, that that are in the kitchen, uh, I recognized all that stuff. I grew up with all that stuff. However, the great thing about this play is that yes, it's it is set in a Korean American uh, uh, home. But there are so many ways in. You don't have to be Korean American. You don't have to be Asian American to enjoy the themes and the, and the plot and, and the things that happen on stage. She's engineered it such that there are ways in for everyone, and and that's I think ultimately what I love about this play is the universality of it. I mean, we get we throw that word around all the time. You know, it, it's a universal this, and you know, everybody. You know, I don't know how many times that's actually really true in this particular play. It is, and. Again, I applaud Julia for the work that she put in.
1: What is your sense of the importance of the character of Ray's uncle, your uncle, your character's uncle, who flies in from Korea to be with his ill brother, doesn't speak any English. Um, What's your sense of of that person's, that character's importance to this production?
0: I think the uncle creates a great counterpoint. I mean, he's um, to view him... In some ways, as the other, you know, a lot of this play is set in in America. And what the uncle does is he brings in a different perspective, one that is not American in any way. And some of the old world, maybe ideals come in with the uncle. And, you know, some of the uh, traditions that have maybe been forgotten come in with the uncle. So, you know, the uncle, he's a reminder, I think, you know, to where... You know, in the the daily comings and goings of American life, I think the uncle kind of brings in that other, brings in that, you know what, there is another place besides where we are that has something to contribute. And, And he reminds us of that consistently throughout.
1: So there was an uproar when all of the actors nominated for an Academy Award were white. And then Chris Rock, the comedian and host of this year's ceremony, he focused only on the black and white divide in Hollywood, not mentioning other underrepresented groups like Asian Americans, Latinos, and Native Americans. And Rock has also been criticized for a gag in which Asian children were introduced on stage at the ceremony as... Accountants from PricewaterhouseCoopers, and then Rock said, "If anybody's upset about that joke, just tweet about it on your phone." That was also made by these kids. I'm wondering if, as an Asian American actor, you you have a perspective you'd like to share on any of this?
0: Yeah, I think first of all, I you know I, I wasn't following the Oscars really at all, and I think you know part of it obviously is due to the lack of diversity uh, in the nominees. I don't know. I I've, I the way I feel about how we are perceived uh, as Americans, as Asian Americans, Latino Americans, uh, you know. Uh I I feel like minority groups in this country, you know, it's started or it's starting with African Americans and I think it's just a it's it's And he's a comedian, you know, Uh, Chris Rock is a comedian. I mean, everything is, you know, sort of tongue in cheek and you got to you got to kind of take it with a grain of salt. I mean, but uh, that said, you know, I think it's just kind of the process. We don't we are certainly not happy with it, but I think that's just kind of the way that it is started, the way that it works, you know, for years and years and years, for decades, for, you know, hundreds of years. You know, African-Americans had to. You know, submit to this kind of thing, and maybe it's our turn. I think he actually mentioned something along those lines. I forget. Uh, one of my castmates um, mentioned uh, what he had said, and certainly, I'm not happy with being the subject of that kind of a joke. Um, but ultimately, it's a joke, and you know, we can't. If we get caught up in all these little things, I think it's just going to kind of blur the lines even more. So. You know, I just I just try to keep a, a level head about things, and if if something is is truly offensive, you know, we we kind of know that, you know that, and we we treat it as such, and and we we stand up for ourselves. But um, you know, to me, that that didn't it, it, it didn't sound great, but it you know it wasn't the end of the world. So that's you know that's my best way of giving a uh, an answer that's sort of a non-answer, but uh, <laughs> there you go.
1: I'll take it. Okay. Tim Kang he plays the role of Ray in a play by Julia Cho called Aubergine which has been extended at Berkeley Repertory Theater it now runs through March 27th for tickets you can call the Berkeley Rep box office at 510-647-2949 that's 510-647-2949 or you can go to berkeleyrep.org Tim thanks so much for joining me
0: thank you for having me
1: This has been C.S. Song sitting in for Richard Walensky on the Radio Walensky podcast.